Hey everybody and welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Friday. Let me hear it, Evan. <gasps> yes. Yes? Oh. Yes. Okay. Oh, what? Did you just Yes! Yes! There we go. There, there we is. go. Yep. That is a yes, yes for Cyberpunk 2077, the game that loves to hurt us, and we keep coming back to cover it. Ooh, we can't help it. Ooh. Sounds like every relationship I had in college, basically. <laughs> no, we're going to break up. No, we're not. Oh, yeah, let's do, you know what? Uh, maybe we should break up. Also, you really should like jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you've never seen like Water for Chocolate? We're breaking up. <laughs> so the big news this week was that Cyberpunk got delayed again. You've heard that. We thought it was coming out in a few weeks, but no, it's been bumped to December 10th. It broke up with us again. Oh, and the explanation for the delay was pretty understandable. Developer CD Projekt Red wrote that the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of it while working from home. They also said that even though the game had gone gold, that doesn't mean we stop working on it and raising the quality bar. So that makes sense. But now we've learned another reason that they delayed the game. Metacritic, huh? Uh. Because they're really concerned about the review scores that Cyberpunk will get. They're just like us, develop. Do they send death threats to reviewers too? Man, they would really be true gamers if they did that. But yeah, this comes from a recent conference call with CD Projekt Red and investors. And that's where we typically learn some, some behind the scenes info about a game. Sometimes they're a little more open with investors about why they did things. And, and we got we got some juicy tidbits to share. Or they think no one's listening. Yes, that clearly is what they thought this time. And as part of that call, of course, CD Projekt Red CEO Adam Kaczynski and Vice President of Business Development Michael Milikowski and answered some questions asked by investors. Nowakowski was asked about their expectations for Cyberpunk and he gave some pretty candid answers. We don't know when it's coming out. The computers <laughs> actually don't work in the office anymore and they haven't for eight months, so you're screwed. I'm just gonna cite a close friend of mine, Chris Roberts, and say, it's done when it's done, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the moon landing? Yeah, that was pretty hard too. So uh, maybe leave us alone. We don't send death threats to reviewers because it is easy. <laughs> <laughs> we do it because it's illegal. He said, so when it comes to Metacritic, we continuously aim at a 90 plus game. So nothing has changed here. This remains the goal. And this is actually the main reason for postponing the release. That's almost like, it feels like the veil has been lifted. It's kind of almost disappointing to hear it said so bluntly. Yeah, like, there uh, it is clear as day, right? Yeah. yeah the there's also is the side of this of like the wearing of multiple hats, right? What you say to your community and what you say to investors fair. is two very different things. And even in what we're about to learn is what you say to investors and what you say to the people who actually work for your company are two very different things. Things, or yeah, the way you it, talk to them. I've heard developers tell me before though, they pay very close attention to review scores. Cyberpunk, I don't know, I, like I think it'll matter, but everybody is aware of Cyberpunk. Any kind of smaller game, I mean, those scores can oh, make or break them. Sure, yeah. But yeah, so getting a good Metacritic score wasn't just a reason it was delayed, it was the main reason it got delayed. So yeah, uh, enjoy those three more weeks of crunch, everybody at Cyberpunk. I mean, these anticipated games, they kind of reach like a bulletproof quality where reviewers right. are like, well, we can't give it a bad score. It's been in development for eight years. <laughs> I feel like it's they're at the rock star level where they're going to get like a 96 to 98 regardless right. of and what. And then in 2024, there'll be a whole spread. It'll be like revisiting Cyberpunk. Could you imagine right. being the platform that gives Cyberpunk 2077 an 89? Nowakowski went on to say that we want to give the game an extra polish. We'd rather be slightly ashamed right now in front of you than be ashamed in front of the players once the game releases. So there you go. They're definitely subscribing to the old Miyamoto adage of 
of a rush game is forever bad. Mm -hmm. They were also asked about the issue of current-gen consoles versus next-gen hardware. Obviously, there's been a lot of rumors that Cyberpunk is not running great on the OG PS4 and Xbox One. I don't think Tetris runs well on the OG PS4 at this point. (laughs) Got him! (laughs) But yeah, in the delay announcement, CD Projekt Red specifically pointed out that it's taking a lot of time to put the game out on nine different platforms, but Nowakowski said they aren't considering splitting the release date, meaning like having it come out at different times for different hardware. They want it all out on one date for everybody. He said, we're big believers in serving everything at the same time. It's much more reasonable from the perspective of how the team operates, and it's also convenient from the marketing perspective. However, it did kind of sound like the PS4 and the Xbox One are to blame for the delay, at least somewhat. At one point, they reportedly said that the game for PC is ready and plays well on next-gen consoles, and the company is finalizing the process concerning current-gen consoles. So that's a pretty good indicator that it's the old machines that are holding things up, which makes sense considering that their hardware is seven years old at this point. Children born seven years ago can vote, smoke, and fight in a war now. That's how (laughs) long it's been. Want to feel old? Uh, 2013 was seven years ago. They were also asked about pre-orders for Cyberpunk, and Kaczynski didn't go into exact numbers, but said they were happy with the total. Specifically, he said, we can't say too much about pre-orders, but what we can share is that the ratio between pre-orders of The Witcher 3 at the same stage and pre-orders of Cyberpunk continues to strongly satisfy. If you know what I mean. We're happy with pre-orders and we're looking forward to the final stage. Yeah, dude, we're all looking forward to the final stage Mm -hmm. when we can actually play the game. Right. And your workers can go home to their families. Yes. For the first time in 10 years. Yes. Mr. Scrooge, can I have off on Christmas Day? Of course, another big issue surrounding the game is crunch, aka making staff work long hours to finish the game. Uh, Some have complained about working 100-hour work weeks in the lead-up to launch, and now that's just been extended to 21 days, and it's just, they're the biggest losers in all of this. My heart really goes out to the devs on Cyberpunk 2077. They've been through a roller coaster ride, and in this case, they didn't even know that their game was about to get delayed again. Not me, I thought they had passion for their game. (laughs) Ooh, nice. Back to your desk. And can I quote you, Evan, on that? You say the devs are losers? <laughs> oh, wow. You heard, oh, it, here you heard it here first. Oh, thank oh, God. Reddit is not going to like this. But weirdly, Kaczynski downplayed Crunch to investors. Hmm. He said it's not that bad and never was. Well, it sounds like we got a real conflicting story here. I wonder what the real situation is. I mean, he's a CEO. He's very smart to have gotten to that point. <laughs> he went on to tell his fellow capitalists, of course, it's a story that has been picked up by the media and some people have been crunching heavily, but a large part of the team is not crunching at all since they have finished their work. Yeah, if you finish your work, you can go home. If you finish your 200-hour work week, you're done. (laughs) And that's without the consideration of the other ones who haven't finished their work have been given more work in the past week. (laughs) Don't worry, investors, the wheel turns, and then they all put a big drag on their cigars. (laughs) And a crowd full of Tim Allen snorted in glee. (laughs) And then snitched on their their coke. Oh, got him. He added, it's mostly about Q&A and engineers programmers, but it's not that heavy. Of course, it will be extended a bit, but we have feedback from the team. They're happy about the extra three weeks, Mm -hmm. so we don't see any threats regarding crunch. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) They like it. We treat them well. Did he think this was a private meeting or something and that like nobody would hear this? He was quoted as saying this, getting ready for his speech in front of the mirror, not knowing he'd been mic'd up. (laughs) 
Not knowing Jason Schreier had the place bugged. Yeah. <laughs> Once those comments were reported, he turned around and apologized in an email to employees. Jason Schreier of Bloomberg tweeted part of the email where Kaczynski told employees, I had not wanted to comment on Crutch, yet I still did. And I did it in a demeaning and harmful way. You should just own it. Yeah, so tough shit. Get back to uh, I feel like so, this is their statement every time they talk about Crunch. Like, yes. you know, we said we weren't going to Crunch for the final months of this game, but we did, and we're truly sorry. And it's just like, you can only hear yeah, it so Yeah, and then you times. have like a, a legion of people who have the main character as their avatar on Twitter going like, we support you. Don't let anyone tear you down. You take the time you need to take to make the game you need to make so I can play the game that I want to play. And we love you and f*** this journalist. Yep. Jason, try your friend of the show. Anyway, Kaczynski added, I have nothing to say in my defense. What I said was not even unfortunate. It was utterly bad. For that, please accept my most sincere and honest apologies. I always was and am still proud of the heart and soul you put into what you do every day. I guess he's just really sorry that, you know, everybody found out what he actually said when he thought no one else was listening. It's weird because CD Projekt Red actually, I think, has to publish the transcripts with the investor call. I don't know. I think that's where they came from. You're being recorded, dude. So there you go. The gist of it is CD Projekt Red trying to get some extra polish on Cyberpunk so it'll get good review scores. And if they have to crunch their workers a few extra weeks to do it, well, that is a price they are more than willing to pay. Yeah, this is one of those stories that really exposes how the sausage is made when it comes to video game development. We love these big AAA ambitious games, but they also come at an enormous human cost. Anyway... Have a nice weekend. Right. <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> What's more scary than workers' rights violations? <laughs> it's going to take three more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but take your work machine home. You don't have to work here. Yeah. You can always find another job. <laughs> That's fine. I guess you don't want this bonus. You didn't want your name in the game's credits, did you? <laughs>